This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We listen to Yo Ho Ho. And we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. And you can't even wrap this under the tree, but here comes Christmas for me. I want to see cats! You guys will find out if you want to play it. Sicario. Sicario. Please don't make that a drop. It, 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 it synced up. Oh my gosh. Ooh, listen to those jingle oh bells. You know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to Good Christmas Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Christmas Carol Line. Ooh, ho, ho, ho to you. Thank you. You're that ho, ho, ho over there. Thought. And we're here to have Good Christmas Fun on Good Christian Fun 2019. Good Christian Fun. It's a podcast where we talk about Christian, evangelical, lily white pop culture. (laughs) (laughs) Old, veiny, long, veiny ass, crinkled, have wrinkly ass. An old wooden podium at the top of the sanctuary. (laughs) Just rotten mold all up in them walls, asbestos for days. But it's also a holiday spectacular. Hey, it is. And I'm so glad to be sharing it with you, my friend, once again, for a third year in a row. This is our third annual Good Christmas Fun. How about that? Third Christmas season. Yeah, next year, that'll be a whole presidential term. It'll also be an election year. Uh Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. We don't talk politics on the holidays, right? (laughs) Unfortunately, that was not true for this Thanksgiving for some of us. Yeah. Uh, it me. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. He pointed at himself. Did I do explain the show? Christian pop culture. We make the guests cry. They have catharsis. You have a catharsis at home. You send us your tweets saying, that meant a lot to... Oh, no. Now it sounds it like sounds I'm making like you're fun. making fun of know, them, but you're I trying know. to make fun of yourself. I'm making fun of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I love all of our listeners very much. I'm very happy to get... Um, we really do like your heartfelt tweets. Yes. They mean a lot. Tweets, DMs. Facebook messages even. Letters. I check those from time to time. Oh, yeah. I've Letters. Those in a while. The treasures. If you got treasures to send us, if you're feeling like a little Santa yourself, email us and we'll give you the P.O. box. We want presents. We want gifties. Give them to me. Love us. Spend money. Love languages. No handmade. Gifts. No, no handmade. <laughs> no, the handmaid's one, handmade ones are the best. And the handmaid's <laughs> tail ones are the best. Like the handmaid's tail wine that Kim Kardashian was pushing <laughs> Ew, at one point. What? It's 
pretty gross. I think they discontinued it and didn't do it anymore. But for this year, for good, we're kicking off good Christmas fun, which we already kicked off uh, last week on our Patreon for Second Service, and we did go through our top five favorite Christmas Christian songs, some of the Christmas songs, and then we did Hunt for the Worst Christian Christmas Song of All Time. We were a little bit late on the main feed. Zoe Girl was last week because we did record that mid-November. Aren't you grateful that you got to hear Zoe Girl? Aren't you honored Don't you love her? Blessed? Yeah. Come on. Angela was such a great guest. But we're kicking off for real, for real on the main feed, Good Christian Christmas Fun, GCCF mm-hmm. today, with a little album called Yo Ho Ho. Yo Ho Ho. Yo Yo ho, ho. Well, there's punctuation. I think it's gonna tell you what to say. Yeah. Oh, it's yo. Oh, I do see on the mm-hmm. on the album cover. It mm-hmm. says yo, ho ho. <laughs> it's very small. <laughs> uh, but we need a little help to get into this mess. So let's introduce our guest right now. Friends and folks, you may know him from his band Motion City Soundtrack, from his podcast Feliz Navipod, or Alison Rosen is your new best friend, or Bizarre Albums. Everybody give it the hell up for Tony Tony Benson! Hello, buddy. Hi. Hi, guys. You nodding? You nice? You feeling good? Oh, man. I think uh, I want to say I'm on the nice list. I I sure hope so, anyways. Right. And, you know, it is 2019, so I do want to say naughty and nice is a false binary. And we can be fluid between the two. We can be naughty some days and nice others, depending on how we're Uh, feeling. That's Mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful to think about? Mm -hmm. If we don't have to just choose one and pick a lane. That's around that gray area. As Billy Dee Williams just recently taught us. Yes. Do you guys, I'm sorry, but Please. anytime he comes up, I Please. have to share this fact. Please. Do you guys know what Billy D. Williams' real full name is? No. No. I don't. I'm glad you're all sitting down. It's this like is something man from Star Trek. It's something right? wild. Yeah. It's Star Lando Wars. Calrissian from Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Star Wars. Thank you. Uh, Billy D. Williams, real name uh-huh. William December Williams. Okay. Wow. wow. What? Yeah. William December Williams. That is W-D-W. the greatest name of all time. That is a shame. It does sound, <laughs> it does sound like, I, I, I will say it's a beautiful name. It also sounds like his parents got distracted in the hospital. They're like, William uh, December Williams. December. Like they looked at a calendar in between yeah. actually picking a name. Or they thought it was like going to really rock the world. I, either way, I feel like they set him up with a stage name in a way. Right. Yeah. Um, and he really worked that out. Well, as this episode comes out, we're mere weeks away from episode nine, the mm-hmm. conclusion of the trilogy of trilogies. Yes. How are you feeling anticipation level wise? Do you think JJ's gonna boff what Ryan Johnson did? Uh, boy, I'm I'm definitely excited because I'm I'm a big Star Wars nerd, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm very excited. I'm you got very your tickets. Intrigued. You got your got show time down. Yeah, yep. good. Uh, I had to settle for a whole 15 minutes after the first showing. Ooh, on a Thursday Sorry. night. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna be so Every, late on your. Takes. I know, but at least the only reason I accepted it was like, all right, at least no one's gonna be coming out, and I'm not gonna overhear someone that that's you, talking about it. That's true. Yeah. You okay. might overhear someone coming out of Cats and being like, "Wow, I'm changed." <laughs> they do open the same night. <laughs> Episode nine and Cats come oh, out. Wow. The Double same feature, night. Kevin. You want to get the gang together? I'm going on Thursday to Cats for this sure. Thursday? No, or the, the Thursday, Thursday that it comes out because we did buy uh, a boatload of tickets Ooh. to see Episode nine. 
at the Pasadena Arc Light in beautiful Pasadena, California. Kevin's a very nice movie organizer. He gets he gets everyone settled away, and it's like twelve people that show up, and yeah. he gets them all in there in the same row. For episode nine, we have a full twenty three people Holy coming. Holy smokes! Wow. Oh yes. my gosh! It'll be fun, fun friends. We've got to do something for that. That's like. That's I thought, a flash mob right well, there. I did think it would be funny to like, uh, like to talk to everyone before the, cause you don't want to be obnoxious or ruin other people's good time. But like well, at one point in the movie to have everyone coordinatedly say like, I love you Chewbacca or something <laughs> like that at the screen. <laughs> like this is real. Or is, is this a document? <laughs> like a coordinated, we're all in unison saying something. We're yeah, all I think confused. that'd be really fun. Yeah. Or we all like boo a character. And or we get to be like, yes, why. please, Oscar Isaac. I think that'd be a fun one. Yes, please, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. We'll may, work but on in like it. A, may I pitch William yes. December Williams? You just yell that out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be in Doing it. the credits, maybe even? Yeah. I'm, very, I'm, I'm a little I'm nervous about it. I, I loved episode eight a lot. Yeah. So I'm I'm worried that they're gonna undo uh, the one with Laura Dern. I know. Boy, uh, uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons, feel the dirt. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I I've loved all of them. I celebrate the whole cattle. Solo, you love? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I maybe not love, but I did enjoy it a lot, though. Okay, um, good. You know, there's always moments I don't enjoy, but I can I can like. You know, I, I keep trying to take this attitude now as I've become an old man of, uh, <laughs> hey, that that's not for me. Yeah. And not go like, this sucks. And, yeah. You know, not be one of those. Not a what a normal, paragraph. positive, mature what? reaction I'm to try- media. I'm I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I, we overlap in this respect. I like that people enjoy things. Yeah. I like that Frozen 2 will make your top 10 list of the year. Like, I, I celebrate that. I already saw it. And it, I know, <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> On last week's episode, you said it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I don't know if it make my top 10. Let's check yeah. that Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sure you song. also don't lord maybe your good taste over your fellow friends who like to get in the mud I sometimes. I think you have good taste. <laughs> I think you have excellent I taste. think there was a time in my life that I probably did that, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to not do that anymore. Yeah, because you're becoming a better person. Well, I just got old. Yeah. And well, well got, I look got, forward to the next 10 I didn't years. Reali- Kevin. I just found out the other night that how I didn't realize Kevin was as young as he is. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah. How old did you think Kevin was? I don't know. 45? 49? Like late 30s? Because you just turned 30, I just right? turned 30. Yes. Sir. I just I didn't really think about it too hard. I don't think about you. Hey, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no offense taken, sir. <laughs> no, I, just, I don't know. I just like assumed... 30s. I didn't really like sure. pinpoint anything. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, he's probably in his 30s. Right on the cusp. I feel yeah. I feel comfier at 30 than I ever have maybe in my life. Really? That's good. Yeah. You don't feel Not good. since like 22. I felt very comfy at 22. A little burpee on my Yeah, I did. Yeah. Sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're excited to see Jabba again. <laughs> All your old friends. Oh, heaven help me if Jabba's on the screen. <laughs> That's the one where Caroline just Jabba looks at the screen pants. and says, okay, me, Jabba your pants? Jabba the pants. Mm. <laughs> well, um, let's, huh? let's pivot on that to yeah. talk about different face of all sort <laughs> thanks so much for being on the show tony thank you for having me what's My your pleasure what's your experience or relationship with faith or religion or anything like that uh oh boy you guys are are not gonna like it uh, well, can't wait. I, I know we're not gonna like it we're gonna love it right exactly <laughs> uh and i know it's not a, a requirement uh that i be a fan no. but uh i yeah i'm not a not a big fan of religion 
Uh, oh, that's totally fine. Just yeah. to put our cards on the table. Yeah. Debate me, We're bro. We're kind of not either. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think you're good. So feel yeah. free to say whatever. And I, I uh, and that's weirdly a thing that's kind of always been the case for me, uh-huh. I think, even when I was Since, pretty like, young, I think. Yeah. Like, I remember just always finding it strange mm-hmm. and just felt off to me and I just couldn't ever like really get on board with it. So when you got invited to do this show, how did that make you feel? Did it <laughs> fill you with like an anxiety or dread of like I have to talk about this crap again or No, not at all cuz I mean I've definitely been around plenty of people and like mm-hmm. I I know you uh so I I knew I was pointing at Kevin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh uh, so uh, you know, and I have I've heard some some of the show before, so I like I knew what I was in for. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I knew that I uh, I don't have a lot of uh, positive thoughts necessarily on on the issue. Well, let's change your mind about that real quick, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so name them and then we'll fix them. Yeah. Uh, no. We have a point for point counterpoint yeah. on all your okay. stuff. Okay. I mean, you're you're so free to share any of that. That's it's not taboo or annoying. It won't bring down the mood or anything. So uh-huh. If you'd like to share it, you're welcome to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Crusades, we want to start there. Oh, boy. One of the oh, big boy. boys. Uh no, I I it's I don't know like exactly how to put it. It's just again, it's always made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And uh I will say that earlier this year I took a trip to Italy mm. uh and with my uh wife and in laws and uh we took uh, they all wanted to do a tour of the Vatican. Okay. Ooh. And, you know, I'm on this kind of family trip with all of them. And uh, so I'm, I really don't want to do this. But I'm not going to be like, I'm not doing that. I'm mm-hmm. going to just kind of go with the family and and do that. And same thing. Like, I was very uncomfortable the whole time. And it, Did your resistance to it? Sorry to interrupt. No, but did, did your resistance to it um, just have to do with, like, not my thing, not interested, or did it feel like more of a moral conviction? Like, I would not want to be in that space. Yeah, it's like, it's a little bit of both. Uh, because I, I I mean, you know, we all know the, the stories that have come out and everything, and just, I don't know, like, that was kind of in the back of my mind the whole time, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't, I don't, I hate that uh, we paid to come here, mm-hmm. and we're giving, and also, the most people I have ever seen. Like, so many people, I'm like, they are making so much money every day yeah well today i learned you have to pay it again to the vatican did not know that because yeah. i'm a yeah dummy. well we the tour yeah we had like a, an actual tour so i don't know if okay. also line outside we the, something her family arranged to like we got to avoid the line and all but like literally a line like wrapped around Good the block that okay. you like have this. i'm sure it's hours long in that uh, line it's insane i i share your weird feeling i think well one because of the Catholic Church history and stuff, but anytime I've gone into like a church that is also a tourist space, it does feel kind of gross on mm-hmm. top of that. Of like, oh, what are we doing? Like, is this a mm-hmm. thing we're consuming now? And that, like, I guess we all tithe, but this is different. We're just paying to like, and they're like selling stuff at a souvenir shop and yeah. like tokens and stuff. And that does make me feel always like icky and like mm-hmm. here. Yeah, it is even because I, I didn't grow up. Uh, going to church or anything like that. So I've literally been to church like a handful of times in my life, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I can I can remember as a, as a kid like being weirded out by it. And uh, where'd you grow up geographically? 
originally in a very small town in Michigan called Edwardsburg. Okay. Yeah. Super small, right on like the Indiana state line. Mm-hmm. So uh, small, you knew Edward, he was a childhood friend of yours. Exactly. You knew his brother Berg. You mm-hmm. know. You lived in oh, Michigan. Yeah. Oh, good old Berg. You lived in Michigan? Yeah, do you know Marshall, right. Michigan by chance? Or Battle Creek? I know Battle Creek. Battle Creek is where I went to school. And okay. Yeah, for just a little short short jaunt. Yeah, there until I was 14 and then I moved then my family moved to Richmond, Virginia. Nice. Okay. Uh-huh. So what were your what were the church visits that you did go to? It's weird. I do have like a vague super vague memory of being uh at church when I was young and I don't know why though. Like I don't remember like why why was this one time I can remember being there but we didn't regularly go. Mm-hmm. Uh so I honestly don't know. And then I feel like my main other experiences were just weddings which even even to this day when i go to a wedding in a church i feel weird uh and oh and i meant uh, my cap to the vatican story i forgot i was oh, gonna come yeah, to yeah, back yeah. to that was uh and the ending of that story is uh now i'm getting a divorce so oh. <laughs> <laughs> now would you say it's because of that visit and i would like to blame i would like to blame or did the it vatican, give a yes. small extension to the marriage we made at the time <laughs> I mean, traveling with your more. in-laws to get anybody a divorce. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, hey, I'm joking around, but I am actually getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't... Look, it's nothing ugly. Yeah. I just, you know... Yeah. I, I'm trying to make people uncomfortable by bringing it up. No, the, I'm not uncomfortable. It, I, I this has become like Tony's that. recurring bit on all the yeah. podcasts he's been doing recently. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, but seriously, actually, here's uh, what's going on. Um, I mean, you don't have to get into any detail with it, but uh, was there ever, were, were there like differences of faith or religion between you and your wife in the past? Uh, no, not with not with my wife and I. And actually, I'm glad you asked that because that was the other thing I was going to say was I did have an ex-girlfriend when I was uh, just out of high school uh, yes. that uh, her her and her family were pretty religious. Mm-hmm. Catholic and, or just general Christian? Uh, I'm going to go with Angelical. General Christian. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you know General Christian? Yeah. I served with him. Yeah. In the war on Christmas, right? Yeah, that's right. I was in the 1st Battalion at Walmart, and then we served a, a time at Starbucks on Colorado. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Working at the same spot. Yeah, we, we lost a lot of men that day. <laughs> we lost a lot of pigs that day. Uh, <laughs> of course. Whoa. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think so. There was like not this everyone l- is on Twitter all the time. I'm not on Twitter all the time. I'm not I'm on, on it right lot. now. But. <laughs> but I want to be. There was this little story about how uh, it's unclear how it happened, but a cop was picking up coffee for other cops, and all their name tags on the cup said "pig." Mm. And the and then someone put it wasn't the cop, but like someone adjacent to the cop posted it and was like, "This is a shame," and like Starbucks should be ashamed. And da, 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 but the da. police sourced the the story to the news, so they were like, okay. they were like, "Hey, help!" Uh, to all the police yeah. officers listening well and then other people were like it's not possible to put that as a name like from the start from the barista point of view so it had to have been on their side that they did it or something so it could be all sad. and then the cop's daughter got on twitter and she said like my dad is a pig She's like he's a monster yeah. and like he's horrible to women so he deserves it. So, quite a little heyday on the on the pig story. Oink oink. Wow. Anyway, but Merry you did. Christmas. You had an ex girlfriend that was a little bit religious. Was yes. that friction at all? Um. Yeah, kind of. Uh, when was this? Like, what time of your life? Uh, I was like nineteen or twenty. Okay. I think, and I kind of knew this all along, but I think I was like, eh, 
we'll figure that out. And I was I was a little more, I think, while uncomfortable with it at that time, I think I was maybe a little more open-minded to giving it more of a chance than I maybe ever have been before or since. Mm-hmm. Um and I did I did go to church with her a few times mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I was never very comfortable with it and I remember she <laughs> She actually gave me a, a Bible with my name on it when, for uh, like my birthday, I think. One, I think. Yes. Oh, wow. And that weirded me out a bit. That's a bold move. Yeah. That's a very bold move. Because she was really trying to, uh, I gotta to get that. me on that side. Get me on the team. Yeah. And uh, I tried. And then she ended up breaking up with me anyway. So. But, you tried to get into it? or I you... mean, kind <laughs> of. In the beginning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crack it open. Yeah, I think when I even I'm lying to myself if I say I tried. I think I I, <laughs> I more was like, yeah, sure. You, you said know, thank kinda, you for the gift. That's, yes, that's, yeah. like a Try. nice intention. Yeah, and then, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Like very quickly realized, like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be on board. Yeah, sure. And then immediately, like, <laughs> oh, no, this is this is not me. I want to know interfaith couples that work because I don't know any. I don't think that you I know of that I know of. Yeah, Whoa. truly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that I didn't give you enough of a reaction that you had to react to <laughs> yourself to and say, yeah. Whoa. wow, good mind. point, Caroline. Uh, <laughs> nice one. Lay up. Because <laughs> I know, I know people who are like in different parts of their faith or like yeah. whatever the timeline is, or people who are like mutually apathetic or agnostic, but two people who are like, on different sides of it that like are are not maybe polar like diametrically opposed but just come from two different worlds with it yeah because of course it can exist i'm sure it's lovely when it does i'm sure it does i feel like it would be really hard if you were like a like a conservative evangelical christian and had a totally maybe non-religious or atheist person with you because so much of the faith does depend on like i have to see you in the afterlife and the only way i could do that is if you're saved like, I think that would just always be a tension and, like, a, a disappointment. It would be like if Nate joined Scientology now. That would be different. Why? Because then I, he would actually be lost. <laughs> I actually would not be able to find him. He'd be in a hole somewhere. Oh, that's right. They'd kidnap <laughs> They'd him take with Shelly. They'd take his ass. Oh, no. Or take my ass. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> no, don't get turned on okay, by that. Okay, sorry, Stop sorry, sorry. giving yourself reactions. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll, uh, Tony and I will react more. To some, uh, say something again and we'll have a proper Stop reaction. That occurred to me. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm having a good day. That's great. Yay. Yay. Woo. I'm really interested. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, so so it was it was always a strong feeling then it, it was yeah. never like because I, I feel like most of the people we we talk to who are not a part of it not into it don't care it's usually just that it's usually just like hey there's a lot of bullshit and i'm not really into it but it sounds like you had like strong like in the true sense of the word conviction about it from a young age yeah. Uh, yeah i think so i think i was maybe a little more indifferent when i was younger mm-hmm. uh but even so the fact that i felt that way i was actually thinking about this coming over here because i feel like especially as a kid you know you're you're a dumb kid and you just kind of do what people tell you and you mm-hmm. like learn from the people around you and i think i like for sure did that with like about everything that you know now 
like in life I could look back on and be like, oh, I can't believe like that's the way I used to think. And blah. whereas with religion or Christianity or whatever, it was always just something that uh, even if the people around me were into it, I I just I wasn't going you for it. Buy mm. from yeah. Can I ask you like how you'd pinpoint what that feeling is like? Like when you walk into church, you're thinking blank. I like just immediately get very uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know that I'm necessarily thinking something in particular other than, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Can I guess? Can I just sure, guess? Sure, please. Make, you just, I, Do you feel my... like when you get in there, it's like I'm around zombie people now and like I don't know what they're thinking or feeling, but I know it's like foreign and I I've like can't relate to them now? <sighs> Or am I projecting? <laughs> and also, Nate's there, and he's like, "Come on, honey, it's good for us." And, and you're like, "Shut up!" Like doing this, and, I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm, I think maybe a little bit of that, but yeah. I just, I just truly find it a bit baffling. I think it's a thing that. I mean, I'm not saying anything new. I think sure there are good intentions behind it, but it is so misused so often Mm. and uh i don't know i kind of come from the point of view of there's more bad than good a lot of the time yeah because some some atheists or agnostics take the position of like "Eh, religion it's not for me not into it not for me like your movie tastes you know and and (laughs) altruism towards others but uh but like maybe it's okay that it exists uh, or maybe it's, you know, if it works for other people, but from your perspective, there is like maybe a little bit more on the scale that tips it towards the ne- the net effect being more negative, maybe in people's yes. lives. And, and again, like, like, again, I don't think I said this first, but if if that's your thing, again, like my movie taste, like yeah. if, if that's your thing, you're not, and if you're not hurting anybody and this is good for you, great. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the just the like pushing it on to people and and um, things of that nature. Just, the homophobia, uh, the sexism, all the, the all racism. On board with all that. Oh, you but, like yeah. that? Okay, yeah. No. It's just <laughs> it's just the persuasion aspect the Right. It's just there are so many things with it that that was a joke, by the way. Oh, just, absolutely. I, I mean, yes, I know yes. you guys know that. Just just want to. I just want to make sure that I say that after. Uh, there are so many things that just seem so terrible. Like what your what your examples there of like, oh, this is supposed to be this great, positive, helpful thing, but then there's just so many negative things like that that seem to go hand in hand with it. Mm-hmm. Again, not always, but often. Yeah, and definitely historically yeah. and currently. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think you're too off base there. Yeah. yeah. Where do you guys currently stand with your... Where do I stand? Uh, at the right hand of the Father, sir. Oh, oh, <laughs> forgive him, Lord. <laughs> I'm interceding. Uh, oh boy, where do I stand? I think I feel like I've heard you talk about it a lot, but I I don't. Think I, I know. know like, we we did get into it on yeah one of Allison's now. pods. Uh-huh. Um, I think for me, it's still worth it for me on a personal level to be more a part of it. Mm-hmm. acknowledging all those injustices and the things are inextricably tied to everything with it that it's 
built on the back of everything colonization capitalism patriarchy racism like all those things it is inextricably tied to and it's not going away as many like evangelical churches are dying out or things are getting popular more popular less popular i do feel this like and i don't use this word lightly because people have used it towards me or Mm -hmm. in conversation with me all my life and i'm always like come on now i do feel this like kind of uh internally not not even from god but just internally i feel this calling to be within it and Mm -hmm. to do repair work to that stuff so when it has wounded people and hurt people well it's not going to go anywhere so what can we do from within that thing rather than like blowing up the whole thing and like obliterating it which is probably not going to happen like what's the restorative work that we can do to repair that stuff from within does that make sense yeah and it is like, it's so like highfalutin the way I'm putting it right now, mm-hmm. but it's like on a day-to-day basis, it doesn't feel like that. But I feel like that's a lot of my reason for still maintaining any connection to it at all, uh-huh. as well as our sponsors. Uh, so those two <laughs> things together, um, put together a pretty compelling case for me oh, to- Consumption of religion. <laughs> yeah, so Squarespace is a wonderful uh, <laughs> company that I that's adore. That's I worship, yeah. I was like hearing your answers too to that because it does change and it's fun to hear like how you would say it too. But does it, but does it sound shifty when it changes? <clears throat> it doesn't sound like inconsistent. It's yeah. just like, it's nice to know where you're at. Oh, so it does change a lot. Yeah. 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 But I think it has to. Yeah, I think that's good. In no other realm of- the world besides politics and religion is absolute consistency upheld as a virtue. Yeah. So the idea that's like, and then I believed the same thing I in never 1994 yeah. that I do now <laughs> is like so wild. So of course it's probably changed since we started this show. And it is something that I do want to reflect on and, and be cognizant of because there are just selfish aspects of like, I meet people at church that I like and the church I go to, doesn't marginalize people of color or women or queer people. So I feel I can have a good conscience about it. But then even when I zoom out from that, I'm like, well, though that may be, is it still like a net positive to be a part of that? And I think for me right now it is. And if I, and I, (laughs) I feel like there's a Mike Birbiglia joke where he talks about his relationship with religion, where he says, I'm brand loyal to Jesus, but I'm not unreasonable. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's like, I could be, compelled or persuaded or whatever the case may be um but for now it's still worth it for me to be a part of it yeah not like i think i have the salvation of christ on my side and i'm going to heaven and other people aren't i don't even know if that's true probably not but at least for like what it is right now in the here and now on a day-to-day level it's still worth it for me yeah so you you go to church currently I do, still. yeah every week uh, I have every week for the last couple of yeah months yeah months <laughs> sounded like you were gonna say more you sounded like you back you were like every months I was out of town for one <laughs> week oh they don't have churches out of town <laughs> <Wow>. oh no <laughs> no but that's the other thing is like I don't want to go to other churches where I'm like it's not like uh, an AA meeting where it's like wherever the nearest one is I guess I'll go to that one because I yeah. need to go it is literally like on a selfish you know like human level. I want to go to that space because I know these people and I want to sit next to this person. I want to talk to this guy and I want to, you know, like the, yeah. the, the, com- the communal ritual of it is 
the draw of going mm-hmm. to to that church. It's not like I have to worship this week. Yeah. I have to pray this week. I have to do all those things are lovely, but that's not truly what compels me to go. Mm-hmm. If Got that it. makes sense. Yeah. Have you uh like in this kind of new phase and going to this church, do you feel like you've started doing like those practices of doing prayer or doing Bible reading or devotional or meditation stuff? Or do you feel like most of the practice comes just from being at the church with those people? A lot of it's being at the church. And then ah, there's some, there's some prayer stuff that's like bled in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Even like prayer in the sense of like, not even like father God. And I pray for Billy a lot, but just like even saying people's names, which then is just mindfulness and meditation and like directing your thoughts in a different way. You know, like it's, it's synonymous with all that stuff, but it's bled in a little bit, but not, but not significantly, not like dramatically where it's like compared Every to 2017. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like that at all. Um, it's I'm, I feel like roughly the same in, in those respects. I just feel a little more equipped and empowered to different kinds of people and different kinds of kindness belonging to a church like that. Mm-hmm. That I wouldn't in other respects. Sure. But not in an evangelical sense where it's like, you got to come to church. You got to come see the Bible, but right. you know, yeah, I don't feel that. That being said, Tony, we would love to have you. On <laughs> <laughs> what is funny though, is like, um, uh, past guests on this show. <laughs> I, and of course you wouldn't be amongst them, but like people who do come on and then they're like, Hey, what's that church? Cause it's like absolutely not what I want to happen. I'm, I don't mind it. But yeah, then, you don't ever want to make someone feel like yeah, this is my pitch for People you, reach out and they're yeah. like, hey, I'll join you on some, you know, like mm-hmm. Alyssa and Jeremy have talked about the time that they've come and checked it out mm-hmm. and, you know, so. That's cool. It's not the goal. That's yeah. not the goal. It's a nice place. Does all me. this sound not dodgy or bullshitty? And if it no, does, I, you can call it. No, you're, you're, <laughs> you're good. Like I said, do, you, do, you do your thing. That's fine. I know. I'm, try, I, I, I'm trying to hear myself through your ears, though. You know no, no, I mean? no. And, and you're saying positive things, and that's, that's fine. And, like, I, I know you. I don't know you super well, but I know you a bit. And, like. This starts six podcasts together. That's some form of friendship <laughs> yeah. intimacy. Wow. Truly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it is our fifth together. It's, it's, yeah. Probably it's something. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I, I little, I have a general understanding of you Context, and, and yeah. we're in. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, you seem like a, a good dude. And so hearing you say these things, I'm like, uh, yeah, it, it, I think it makes sense. Now, uh-huh. now, her, on the other hand, I don't know much about her at all. Tony, I couldn't tell you what's going on with that over there. I don't know. I was like, I'm an alien. <laughs> <laughs> That's what aliens you, do. Yeah. You got job on the brain, like Rihanna. <laughs> job can i can i summarize what i think your perspective is to tony and then i can fix it yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's that it's a little different it's it's a lot of what kevin said but just slightly more interesting (laughs) um how about i go first yes tell me what you think yeah that sounds better to me we gotta Um, clear the throat i feel like i'm i'm uh through verbalizing it right now going <laughs> to figure out where I am right mm-hmm. now and what I what I'm thinking um cuz I think I have been through the process of talking to so many people and doing the podcast and examining and feeling like I had the freedom to let a lot of, a lot of stuff go I'm still like really angry and really like 
burned by the tradition I grew up in and like the Christian evangelical world. Yeah. So I, I feel like I still feel really uncomfortable at church and really like actually actively upset a lot of the time if I'm around that kind of world. Um, and I know there's like better spaces like the Kevin, like the church that Kevin goes to and those kind of things. And I'm still like kind of not ready, I think, to go back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet I still have like a weird brand loyalty. And like, as I was sitting here and thinking about it, like I, I still feel like I owe something to what I grew up into, like for a lot of great things. But the thing that I think about now is like I was taught really, really early on to have like that third party perspective on people, on the world, on myself. And I feel like that's really valuable to me now that I still kind of need it a lot of the time. Third party perspective in what sense? Like I'm angry at this friend or I'm angry at this like she's looking at me branch or whatever <laughs> and all I can think about is how right I am and even if I am truly right like it's it's not really helping either of us it's not helping me and so thinking about from a third party perspective like that's an innate valuable human or an innate valuable race or nation or whatever is I think hard for me to get to if I if I hadn't been raised in that or if I hadn't been taught to think about the world from that perspective mm-hmm. if that makes sense and I, I think i was also thinking about um <laughs> after we saw the mr rogers movie and uh, yeah, how in the neighborhood. without like without that kind of perspective or or this some sort of like tether to the spiritual or to the value of beings like i can't think of a lot of reasons for like those radical acts of kindness that really like change a lot of people's lives and I know plenty of people probably do that without religion, but for me, it's like hard to think of a reason for me to like break my boundaries, you know, mm-hmm. and like house someone <laughs> that needed it or like go out of my way to make someone's day yeah. when most of my like self-care thing would have told me just to like protect myself, keep myself shaded and safe in my spot. And that's actually a good thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. So finding the reasons to be selfless, like in, in a, like a overextending myself, I think that's, that's a thing that I still kind of miss and need from that Mm. yeah and it sounds like that stuff that you're talking about is uh would be counterintuitive to like uh a lot of the popular self-care talk of 2019 yeah and And that stuff and not not, it's not valuable but it does kind of remove the the impetus to be like forget yourself sometimes completely and really go out and like care for someone in a way that could really change their life or really be something they needed if and it didn't cost you too much or maybe it cost you something and that was worth it to you Mm -hmm. i think that's something i think about yeah so like for you it sounds like it's still um like a planet in your orbit yeah still or it's the brand loyalty thing or it's like (laughs) i grew up in it and i don't really like love calling god him or i don't even know how i feel about jesus in particular but like the whole general vibe (laughs) of like there's something that cares and loves and creates and beauty and that kind of stuff I still kind of connect to so Mm -hmm. that's what I got like we went to church for Thanksgiving in Texas at like oh my brother and sister-in-law's church and I was just like upset for like a good first chunk of it until I decided to just get on my phone because I was just listening to the stuff they were saying and thinking of all the ways I didn't agree with it anymore and how it like bothered me that these like good people here agreed with it and probably yeah. functioned on that. And I know they're well-intentioned, but I'm just like, this is, and it's still here and it's so present and it's still happening right now. And that really bugs me. And I, but I think that anger is kind of good. Like I don't, I don't want to lose it entirely. 
I uh, a guy named Zach De La Rocco once said, uh, "Anger is a gift." I heard that in a rage Anger against is a the machine. Yeah, in a rage against the machine song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, That's scripture to a lot. It of can be people. a poison too, you know. I don't. No, this go is Rage Against way. the Machine, not poison. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. There's Brother Tom Morello, <laughs> prophet yeah. in his own right. Yeah. Is that where you thought I would be at? What's that? In Rage Against the Machine. When you guessed on yeah. what I would have said. Yeah, Raging Against the Machine. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. Probably. Yeah. 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 I think so. Where there's like, there's no. Um, tangible ties but there is in a true sense like a spiritual tie mm-hmm. to it where and like um i think it, it it's also a testament to how much you love your family in some ways because just like the responsibility to parts of you that were love and how you were raised even though we can all like navel gaze at our, like inherited trauma and religious blah 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 and the ptsd of purity culture but that there is still some like responsibility to well-meaning people that messed up that cared about you that gave you some stuff yeah and there's still like a wise parsing between those things yeah. happening and and not throwing out the baby with the bathwater. yeah I, I i think that's basically where i thought you were at yeah um yeah me too that was gonna be my guess yeah okay, tony yeah. tony and i were talking about it and we we're yeah. like yeah do you think caroline's like tony this me, yeah oh yeah. on the podcast yeah that's <laughs> the right. other ones <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. on allison rosen's podcast <laughs> two we hours of that one show <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know as far as like the deconstruction stuff i gosh pete holmes who obviously talks about this so much he said such a wild thing the other day which is like you should only take four years to deconstruct he gave it like a solid time frame of like <laughs> four years after that you're done stop <laughs> decon like you figured it out either throw it all away and you're like no longer a christian <laughs> yeah i guess so in a way I graduate do you mark it with the start of this it was happening before though. it was happening a little before yeah but yeah. it was like about that year probably yeah, yeah a little bit before uh-huh. Yeah. How's it feel to peer into the other side, Mister? Yeah, was that as much of an answer as you thought it would be? Hey, I'm on board. I'm just I'm I'm here to learn. <laughs> do you have like close people in your life that do that are religious in in significant ways? No, not really. At least not that I'm aware of. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it is honestly just a thing that I. <laughs> this is a terrible thing to say in the company I'm in and the conversation we're having, but I generally don't like talking about it. Uh, but I'm, I mean, I'm don't again. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you put you, a microphone in front of me, then it's another yeah. story. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I, it's weird because even certain members of my family, I'm not totally sure where they stand. Like actually, recently, I think. I found out that my sister went to church and I was like, oh, I didn't know she did that. Oh. Yeah. So like things like that. And uh, I, weirdly, I think with my parents, like my, I think my dad kind of is, is uh, he never talks about it, mm-hmm. but he, and doesn't go to church, but like, it's kind of there though. And then, but a, a couple of years ago, I heard my mom say some things like on the other side of, of more like me Mm. and i was it kind of like surprised me because i'd never heard her say those types of things i was like all right all right mom yeah yeah so Uh, religion really does exist in the space that probably politics exists for a lot of people where it's like we know we we differ we don't talk about it sometimes things kind of eke out or slip out at different parts of our lives but i think it might also just be somewhat my like midwest family like not great at 
talking in general, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, we all get along, and, you know, we love each other, all, and but, like, not a lot of... Uh, There's no desire to get into it. Yeah. 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 I get that. For sure. And so, I think, and I think that's something I never really realized until the last couple of years when some some harder things have come in in like like currently my current situation yeah. yeah but uh uh and so yeah it's something i'm working on is like trying to be better about communicating and, and talking because it's not ever really been a specialty totally yeah, yeah. And it's hard when it's not like in your toolbox as a family and then mm-hmm. it's expected of you suddenly outside the world yeah yeah and when it bifurcates people's identities like that where not like they're living a lie and not telling you but that there are just like parts that are private from you or unknown to you and unknown to them about you maybe as well Mm -hmm. you just kind of end up resenting whatever that thing is because then that thing just represents lack of unity or lack of connection like it's how it's how i think about politics within my own family where it's like we can agree and disagree about stuff but the fact that some things are just like not mentionable and not um articulable it makes me resent what those things are it almost makes me resent some of my own beliefs too which i would you know stand by and die by for the most part uh, except for the stuff that i'll change my mind about a year or two from now but like lauren yeah, Mandalore, like Baby Yoda, right. is tearing my family apart. <laughs> He's at basketball games. He is the moment. He's an icon. <laughs> yeah, but but you know what I mean. Like like just these things that are, they're not even. They don't even represent what the thing is now. Where it's like religion's religion and politics is politics. It's like, oh yeah, that thing that makes it weird with me and my dad, mm-hmm. or that thing where it's like I don't want to talk to my mom about this part of my life because xyz and then that's my foremost association i'm not saying this is a one for one with you but uh but but i feel like that's what i do with certain topics sometimes Mm -hmm. in my head and then they just like over time calcify and take on a larger weight and gravity yeah than than what they actually are right you know yeah totally and uh, yeah, again, I think I'm getting a little better, but I feel like with what's, again, not to keep bringing it up, but again, that's my thing. I'm making everybody uncomfortable talking about that I'm getting a divorce. It's okay. Uh, uh, but I think because of it, I've I've had a lot more, because uh, I'm like the king of avoiding a real conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is hard given what you do <laughs> a lot on like, you know, where podcasts are such an invitation to yeah, vulnerability and right. sincerity. But I think like I've just, I had always just been kind of like Captain Dick around for years. And, uh, <laughs> Caroline really responded to that. In the war on Christmas? At, uh, oh, you served with Captain Dick around. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're a legend. Wow. They erected a statue you. to you. It's always nice to meet a fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I just, I, I feel like I, uh, yeah, t- I t- when I tend to hang out with people, I just, if I, if, if I click with someone, then I, we just, goof around you know and and but like lately i've like actually had a lot more like sincere serious conversations and like normally uh, this sounds like a terrible thing to say but there are times when that bores the shit out of me but really that it's boring well so it depends yeah like sometimes selfishly i think yes that you that you're afraid that you sound boring to someone else or that when someone's engaging with you sincerely directly that you're bored by that both Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. But I'm getting, it's getting better. Now that I'm like doing it more, 
it's helping a lot because I'm finding that it's just it's helping me. But then, like, I've had some the other side of it, though, now, too, where, like, because I'm doing it, then they're doing it. And, like, I feel like we're helping each other. And it's a, it's a, it's a good, nice thing that I feel like uh, it shouldn't have taken me till turning 41 to <laughs> understand that. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, that's totally okay. And. I mean, better now than when you're like 62 and it's probably not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's yeah. plenty of people that make it all the way to the end with, I think, ever doing that. Yeah. yeah. I'm really, yeah. And I'm really happy to hear that you feel, I don't know if the word rewarded is, uh, but at least like reciprocated in a lot of those interactions. Cause yeah. it is lonely to like offer any part of yourself and then just be met with like, a wall yeah. or, or even worse, politeness right. <laughs> in, re- in return, where it's like, oh, I'm not like engaged or cared for or seen mm-hmm. in this moment. And that really sucks. Yeah. Because, yeah, because in a way, you're probably in a, in a place in your life now where you're, in some respects, probably forced to have more of those moments or more mm-hmm. of those conversations. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's a it's a real weird time right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm trying, you know, it's, it's tough. But, uh, again, I'm very glad it's not an ugly scenario is just one of those things yeah. that just wasn't working. And then, but I, I'm trying to see these again, like find those, the positive in this terrible thing that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And I, it has been nice. Like how many people have like reached out and then I've, you know, and just, I feel like kind of gotten closer to some people through this. So it's, yeah. yeah. It takes some courage. I'm very courageous. Thank yeah. you for yeah, noticing. Yeah, no, I, I mean, really we're are. talking to Captain Dix. <laughs> oh, so hard. What's it called? <laughs> yeah, Captain Dix. So hard. <laughs> excuse me. Yes. Uh, I, I, we've I moved to Horny you. Christmas now. Yeah, right? excuse Dick me. Around. Horny Christmas 2019. <laughs> oh, now it's a cozy winter 2019. Take it as you will. Playlist imminently dropping on Spotify. Cozy winter. Oh, cozy is that going to be yours? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. You, that's the name we're going to go with. It was either that or. Uh, Winter Fuxtus. <laughs> yeah, maybe go with the uh, the other one. Cozy Winter Time or whatever. Cozy Winter XXX twenty nineteen. Seasons Eatings and then put Pussy. ass as the oh, <laughs> album <I see>. cover. <laughs> Yikety yikes. Not pussy, Kevin. Ass. Excuse me. Sorry, I know ass is probably more inclusive, my bad. Um <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Well, and you know, and not to not to um, be reductive or boomerang back to a cliche, like the idea that like, well, then you really find out who your friends are in trying times or something. But the two things I would say about kind of what you're experiencing in your situation, like talking to people now, is one, if you feel bored of yourself when you're being like sincere, or open, or vulnerable, when I feel like that, and I do often, I try to remember that that's usually a gift that you're giving people mm-hmm. and for the most part for the people that you do have like any modicum of security with in a relationship it's a gift to them and they're happy to receive it in mm-hmm. a lot of ways and then the second thing is when that's not the case or there is a lack of of reciprocity in that that's kind of a nice gift too and like well now you know this person may not be worth the emotional effort or the investment in in the long term, which yeah. is hard and it sucks, but it's like, oh, it's good that I know that now. Right. Hopefully, it's gonna be more of the former that, and I'm sure it will be, for the most part. Yeah, it's it's all it's all been good. I don't even know how we ended up going down this road. I feel like we're it's like it's I feel like it's Christian adjacent right now, but you know. <laughs> and vulnerability 
Jesus was the ultimate. No, just shut up. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. I ruined it. No. Now I'm the captain. I am the captain. You are. Now. You're the captain. Dick around now. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for yeah, that's very out. sweet. I know you don't know me at all until <laughs> you did that. I know you know Kevin very well, but yeah. Oh yeah, we're best friends. Thanks for Five sharing. podcasts, yeah. dude. Nice. There's a connection. That's like ten hours together. At I feel least. like I'm friends with with all that squad. Yeah. yeah By good. the way, you can listen to our episodes on uh, Allison Rosen is, is your new best friend. Me, Tony, Daniel, Renee Colvert, who we've had on the show, and Alison oh. Rosen herself. Check that out. Those have been very mm-hmm. fun, sweet episodes. I've looked forward to it every time and look forward to seeing you and all the gang. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a fun gig. Yeah, I've been producing for like a year there, oh, I guess. Wow. So, nice. yeah. Yeah, it's a good squad. It is. It's like seven in podcast years. Right? A podcast year? Podcast years feel long, right? Like, yeah. It's like, whew. <laughs> Not like tedious long, just like... <laughs> It's amazing how much you do in a year. It feels like two years worth of work, you know, in one year. Yeah. I mean, it's exhausting for Caroline after we record and she's like, wow, I have to never think about this again in my life. Do it. Do it. Come back on me. <laughs> oh, it's exhausting. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. You're a perfect co-host. Thank you. Um, thanks for sharing, Tony. Yeah. Thank you. What I, do I thank you? You're welcome. No, welcome. You no, know, you're welcome. You, you thank me. In this house, you thank your hosts. Okay. <laughs> you am the Lord. Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more good Christmas fun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. New drop. <laughs> <laughs> I like the commitment that was behind it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 
Welcome back to Good Christmas Fun. It's time to dive into the topic. Come on, let's go. Now, usually we ask people about if they had any exposure or like grew up with any Christian music, if they did grow up Christian or within the church. That not being the case here, I do know that you, of course, have an affinity for Christmas and Christmas music. And in fact, you hosted a whole podcast getting into these things. Yes. In Fully Snobby Pod. Correct. So we, we've done a few second service episodes about some of our favorite Christmas music, but I wanted to talk to you about some of your favorite stuff, what, when, why, when you became a Christmas nut, got into all this. <laughs> uh, Christmas nut mag, nut cracker, that's, is that what oh, I'm supposed that's to? That's good. Ooh, two punch-ups. <laughs> uh, I think just any child, I think, loves Christmas, more or less, and... Uh, it was definitely a huge thing for me when I was a kid. Like, you know, the stereotype, don't sleep that night because I'm like so excited about Christmas morning. And um, and yeah, it was always just like a, a really big deal to me for some reason as a kid. Uh, just always really enjoyed it. Lots of fond memories of it. And I think it like maybe faded a little bit like when... Maybe like my in high school and like early twenties or something, just because I do remember there being like that difference of like because uh, I was the youngest one in the family, and then I remember then it kind of being a little bit more fun when my sister had some kids. I was like, oh, then now it's kind of like you know fun yeah. to have the kids around, see how excited they mm-hmm. are, and that kind of brings some of the fun back. But yeah, when when that went away for a little bit, it kind of like did somewhat take some of the like that like magical feeling away for me but then uh, then i just got to where i was like i just embraced it again i was like well i I can still enjoy this and and make it so yeah i'm it's not that i ever stopped liking it but i just uh i don't know had had, again had some like realizations of like i it's okay for to to love this because i do love it (laughs) and uh yeah, so I think I just uh, ran with it, and then uh, with the with the podcast thing when I was doing Felice Navi Pod, that was literally with, uh, I was co-host friend of the show Todd Cooper. Yes, was your co-host yes, uh, Todd's the greatest. And I had initially I was initially doing it without him for a while, and then he started coming on a lot, and then. When I brought it back at one point, I was like, "Why don't you do this with me?" Oh, and he doesn't so he really a like Christmas. Parasite on your show for yes. a little while. And yeah, yes. kind of doing he what bonded. Alyssa Sabo's doing on our show right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it really was then as simple as like I was at a weird point also then in my life. Uh, I was listening to tons of podcasts, and it was everybody had one at that point, but not not like now. Yeah. <laughs> not like now <laughs> and i was like Tony. i want to kind of do something different and fun because i'd just been playing music forever and on tour forever and i was not doing that anymore so did that and i was like what would be my thing and i was like oh, i do like christmas a lot i don't know if there's any really christmas podcasts and then i thought of the name felice navi pod and i was like well now i gotta do, you gotta it. do it when yeah. the name comes first there is such a conviction <laughs> of like, like the world Damn. has to know <laughs> and the reason i know this is because it took a very long time to name this show. <laughs> so the name did not come first at all with this show. And then doing that podcast, did that burn you out on any of the stuff? Did it increase your effect? It actually for increased it. Wow, that's I a was, great experience. Yeah, I was a little concerned that it was going to burn me out and a lot of friends asked me that too. But yeah, it did, it did the opposite. It got me even more into it. 
Wow. Okay. So as far as Christmas music goes, I don't know if you have any like Christmas music hot takes. I feel pretty basic in my Christmas music taste for the most part. Uh, it, but, elaborate. Well, just in like, I like the classics. Uh-huh. I like the, you know, uh, my top, my, for example, my top three albums, Christmas music wise would probably be Vince Garrity Trio, Charlie Brown mm-hmm. Christmas, Sufjan Stevens, Christmas EP Collection, and... Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen emotion. doesn't have an album of, of Christmas music, but listen, every song on that album, Emotion no, 2015, care. is like Christmas morning to me, let me finish! <laughs> 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 I, no, my third one was going to be Phil Spector's A Christmas Gift for You. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know if those are basic. Those are like weird ones. Those, those last are, two. I feel like Sufjan is basic for our generation, and I feel like... The Vince Guaraldi one is, is... That's pretty... That's that's, that's some standard, basic. yeah. <laughs> Caroline's like, that's not basic. <laughs> it's something I like, so... <laughs> How could this be? I feel like a lot of people listen to it. Yeah. I gave that album for you for Christmas. I know. I was Six years ago. I was ago. about to put it on tonight. Wow. And I opted for my weird Irving Berlin record. What like runner? too much talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounded like talk radio when we came in. And then a runner-up would be Sharon Jones and the Dab Kings... Yeah. Christmas album, which that is, is very it, wonderful. It is, it is good. May she rest mm, in peace. Mm-hmm. One of the best Hanukkah songs ever, Eight Days of Hanukkah. But I, I'm not too familiar with like the newer stuff or the trends or has anything the, even become a classic since I, all I want for Christmas is you. This is a conversation I have every year. Yeah. Like I, I think, yeah, I think like that is the last one that is a song that you hear every year that is a classic. And at this point, that's close to 30 years old. Yeah. Like it's that is insane. it's truly like mid nineties now, yeah. so it's as old as you know some of the people I've dated at this point. <laughs> that is a disgusting way to put it. Uh, you know, and uh, and so we we were looking for like good Christmas music. I I, I did go into the depths of Spotify and algorithms and whatnot. Um, I did find a few gems. This is uh, "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree" from John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Oh yeah. Album. Listen. The Christmas tree at the Christmas party. <laughs> he sounds like he's barely singing. She tries to stop. Rocking around the Christmas. All right. <laughs> so stuff like that. Was that was gross. That's from only like a to. couple of years ago too, right? I'm yeah, pretty that, sure. That album is from 2012, so not not, not too like too that. long ago. Rock, you know. Okay. <laughs> it's like, it's like a he's hostage doing video. An Elvis impression, but he was like scared of it. <laughs> he, do, I, he truly. It was kind of like you're singing of Jingle Bells <laughs> yeah, a little bit ago. Yeah, it was kind of like that, like a fear-based singing. I truly believe Travolta uh, is uncomfortable singing, not doing some version of an Elvis impression. Because if you listen to Greece, like a lot of it, like the Danny Zuko stuff yeah, is very Elvisy. But then when he did Hairspray in 2006 or two, whenever that movie came out, when he sang as Edna Turnblatt as Trey. Tra- Tracy's mom it was Elvis like it, it sucked shit <laughs> it, was, it was so bad that was my most passionate take yeah, at the still time cheesed about I, Tracy well, Turnblatt's mom well Harvey Firestein was such a classic on it. it doesn't matter <laughs> I told myself I wouldn't do this tonight <laughs> not hairspray not tonight and it's funny to dig into like uh Aretha Franklin put out a Christmas album uh oh, yeah. back in uh 2008 with Hello. (laughs) Hi. Merry Christmas, sweetening. 
Why are you? Oh, I'm cooking. Bells ringing. People are running back and forth. Coming in and out. The kids are here, you know. There's no sound. Uh, cooking everything. There's like... <laughs> oh, my food is burning. I'll call you back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it transitions into this Christmas. Wait, when did this Christmas come out, Tony? Do you know? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny to hear her sing for some reason. <laughs> You just imagine her doing kitchen. a little acting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, hey, honey. <laughs> I remember in like the early 90s, Aretha Franklin being the musical guest on SNL uh-huh. when she had, it was when Sister Act 2 came out and she oh. had a song in that. And the reason I remember that is because they introduce her the song is playing she's not singing yet but just the band playing you know she's kind of doing her moves and right before she starts singing she just goes from sister act two my current single and then starts singing the song. <laughs> that's great a little commercial <laughs> from sister act two I just, i've never seen anybody do that on a tv <laughs> show and i loved this, it to mention the sequel name too. <laughs> she has the branding down she's a marketer yeah, above all is. things mm-hmm. she's a legend she is the moment she is and she's moment. got the range do you think there's like a criminally overlooked or underrated christmas song that always gets passed over um, there are a few that I have gotten very into in the last few years, uh, some of which are old, and I was like, why was I not more familiar with? Uh, I mean, this is a fairly well-known song, but uh, I love Father Christmas by the Kinks, oh. um, is one that's really become a uh, heavy rotation for me. This one? Mm-hmm. From their 1986? Oh, no, not a 1986. I want to say it is later kinks, but I think it's like 70s kinks, I think. Oh, this sounds like me just ripping into my presents on Christmas morning. (laughs) From whom? Hey. hey. (laughs) Or this year, ripping into my whiskey this morning because I'll be, you know, by myself in my one bedroom apartment. No, I'm just kidding. I won't. I won't. I won't. (laughs) I'm going to fill this Christmas up with joy and cheer. Uh, Is there like an album? Like even in like the last five to ten years where you're like, this is a classic or should Uh, be. It's album as far as like newer albums that that one is harder because I I feel like yeah there's just not a lot of great Christmas albums being made these days I feel like and also I feel like I've gotten bad at keeping up with more modern music mm-hmm. um, happens but, to all of us doesn't it yeah <laughs> it's cruel. and again like, I've got several years on you guys so just wait. <laughs> Turns out my taste is exactly the same as it was when I was 19. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, But what I will say is, um, and I didn't know this song until last year, and I think it, I want to say like it's from like 2012. It's just a song, not a record. Mm -hmm. But there is a Tim Minchin song called White Wine in the Sun, and I (laughs) am obsessed with it. It is, like, I'm not exaggerating. It's kind of the only thing I've been like just this song on repeat. Wow, this yeah. this season right now. Yes, know? and it's 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 uh while Tim Minchin is 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 funny, he's also very sincere a lot too. And 
Uh, so the song is kind of like the perfect mix of it has humorous moments, but also it's like really sincere and heartfelt. It sounds and, like a good Christian fun podcast episode. Uh, <laughs> 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 Can we play some of it? Yes. Um, yeah, it's a very long song too. It I, is I will seven that, minutes and but, twelve seconds. Oh, wow. And we'll play. Well, we can burn that time. Yeah. We got to get to like an hour and a half. I got to pee. I really like Christmas. It's sentimental, I know. But I just really like it. This is the live version, too. Both good versions. I am hardly religious. Hey, like you! I'd rather break bread. <laughs> oh, I see why you like this song, buddy. To, to, to be honest. And yes, I have all of the usual objections to consumerism, to the commercialization of an ancient religion, to the westernization of a dead Palestinian press ganged into selling PlayStations. And beer. Well, that's offensive to me. <laughs> I still need to turn this off. Tim mentions like a, nice. he's such a freak. He's so talented. Yeah, that song is just, again, I learned it last year, got super obsessed with it last year. And uh, not to keep dwelling on this, but with what's going on in my life sure. right now, it's it's this has literally also been the first Christmas in my life, I think, where it's actually kind of snuck up on me. Like, obviously, I knew it was coming, but, like, suddenly I was just like, oh, it's Christmas, and I don't, I'm not really feeling it right now. Yeah, and it's usually, like, precipitated by months of, yeah. or weeks of anticipation and yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, so and it's just, like, a chore almost. And so I had that thought the other day and thought about that song that we just listened and I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to put that song on, put that song on, try to get in the in the spirit, just led to me crying in my car. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Tis the season. Tis the season. Uh-huh. But season but it didn't stop. Tears. I've still not. I again, nonstop. And it's like I listen to it sometimes, and it makes me feel great. And then every now and then, it just like hits a nerve with me, and I'm oh. a disaster. Yeah, but what it's a like good song. it's an anchor yeah. song for yeah. you in yeah. some ways. Yeah, trick. Anchor, not anger. It's not an anger song. <laughs> if I didn't enunciate Anchor's that, gift. I would go so. Anchor yes. is a gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well today we're talking about yo ho ho yo yo ho 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 yo ho ho um this is a out of print album that you cannot stream anywhere but it's possible if you want to it's possible it's gonna there's gonna be a link to download it in our oh, episode description i don't know i'm not saying it's actually there i'm saying it's possible that it's there if you do want to listen to it uh kevin max did say in a facebook group a group i was perusing around last night that capital music does own the rights to it and for whatever reason they haven't released it it's not oh, like the groups okay. were like keep it off spotify Secret. keep it off <laughs> like it's not like that so it's oh, okay. just like weird right stuff yeah. and this is a compilation from Taylor 19 19- stuff <laughs> yeah exactly. as i call it <laughs> what <laughs> you think of music rights music general, rights is just taylor just like, swift oh, scooter again <laughs> you guys <laughs> i love any complicated rights issues letter that starts with you guys <laughs> um but uh this is a compilation of different hip-hop artists on the forefront 
label, a Christian music label, kind of alternative music label in the 1990s from the turn of the decade. And there's DC Talk. There's ETW. That is In Times Warriors. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There is Stephen Wiley, The Transformation Crusade, D-Boy Rodriguez, and MC Jiggy. These all seem made up. Like, there's a lot here. Little PP, so obscure, right? Squid uh-huh. Boy, uh, <laughs> Tank Surratt, and Captain Dick So Hard. And the oh. Lick Sisters. The Little Lick Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. So, they play guitar. So, uh, so that's what we have. Uh, a kind of an EP. I mean, I, it's nine albums. I guess it's an album. Nine, nine songs a, is an album. Yeah. Yeah, There's and some then, Led Zeppelin records that have <laughs> nine no, no, no. songs. Let's figure out, is it an EP or an album? <laughs> hey, you know what? I was just trying to... <laughs> Important to me. There, There's only so many words I have. <laughs> it's episode 112. <laughs> I'm doing my best to steer it while you're like... No, no, you found it really face. important. That, and I just want to make sure we get no, that I right. Just... <laughs> when I talked about Miley Cyrus... When?! Oh, you don't even remember this grudge I have. Wait, about Miley Cyrus? <laughs> yeah, no. I brought up a Miley Cyrus and I called it an album and you're like, actually, it's an EP. No, and I did, I did that because I knew it would be so pedantic and dumb to do it. And actually, that makes me really self-aware and reflexive. <laughs> I her at the no, time. I, I thought, no, okay, this is, I truly feel this. I was doing it on purpose. You have to believe me. Mm. Please be, give me the, the gift of- The net effect is I still find you- <laughs> aggravating okay (laughs) this is the first track and the title track yo ho ho so is this dc talk this is dc talk is this dc talk (laughs) podcast years are so long you have to barely know what's going on at all times (laughs) (laughs) all in the song credits Tony is completely still and Kevin and I are popping around. I mean, I have listened to this a few times today in preparation and I'm still... What surprises me every time? I expected it to be cheesy. <laughs> and I wasn't expecting greatness. It's like me when I saw Paddington 2. Yeah. I do have a note. Did you do the vocals <laughs> at around 349? Hey, I know chestnuts are roasting on open fire this season. Not my nuts <laughs> roasting on an open. <laughs> These nuts are roasting on open. Can you just go ahead and uh, <laughs> Wait. scrub to 349 on this song? Is 349 the... I know what you're talking about. I think I might too. U-S-O-B. But it's 349? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. We're at 340 right now. This is what Caroline wants oh, us to listen to. <laughs> I didn't know you were working at this point. Where's a little drummer for? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to die. I want, this Christmas, give me the gift of your funeral. I'm right here. Do you think I sound like this? Natively, you think I sound like this? You no, impersonated. but I do think it's easy for you to slip into it. <laughs> and I did mark the same time code on, and I was going to scrub today anyway. Not I, a coincidence. I weirdly like. 
I just it missed that early because it is kind of low in the mix. It's really also, quiet. I think if you're not <laughs> really, li- if you're yeah. only like half listening. And it speaks to the subtlety of a project like Crafts. this. So I think I was also too distracted by like 10 seconds before that, the guy that just goes, it ain't Jingle Bells, baby. Just <laughs> <laughs> the one that stuck out to me. There's so many There's great so moments. Many so, yeah. so DC Talk has three songs on here. It's uh, Yo Ho Ho, The King, parentheses, Alleluia, and Reason for the Season. What I do love about the intro of The King is it sounds like uh, Kevin Max and, and Toby Mac are vamping because they forgot the words to the song. <laughs> so oh, I, want, I want everyone to hear this intro through that lens. The Hallelujah. worst guitar sound. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go now. The teleprompter's broken, David. Wait, there's another song where they talk about the virgin birth and they're like, think on that one, doc, or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, they think on they that one, about doc. The virgin birth. Yeah, but they were like, hey, doctors, figure this one out. Like, there's a virgin birth. <laughs> so sassy. Medical miracles. Yeah, it is. This is the crazy thing about DC Talk that I always forget, but there's like three soloists and. Michael and Kevin are kind of doing the same thing a lot of the time. And so even their riff at the top is both of them. <laughs> like, just do, you know, some couple hallelujahs. And then they're both doing it at the same time, but like not together or like any oh, sort of. Toby and harmony. Kevin, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Wait, no, no, no. Not Toby. Not the rapper one. But. Michael and Kevin? Michael and Kevin, yeah. Well, it's Toby and Kevin in the intro, I think. What? Yeah. The, the, should I leave? I just yes. broke my okay. whole no, theory. To- no, Toby's the one going. Hallelujah! Oh yeah. The, the no, rapper. but there's t- anyway. Yeah, yeah they're Can, just all they're all hugging their time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also th- that this came out in 1990. 1990, right? yes, sir. I feel like some of the songs, while sound so dated now, I feel like at the time were dated already. No, almost the opposite. Like that to me, like parts of that song almost sound like a kid rock song. <laughs> and that's like a good eight years probably before yeah, kid rock was yeah. going around. Yeah. Uh, not that kid rock was some huge innovator or something, but, uh, <laughs> but there was a couple, and there's another, uh, we'll, we'll get there, but yeah, there's like a few songs. I was like, this reminds me of another thing that happened later. Oh, that's a surprise. Well, yeah. there's, there's one where the MC of the group sounds just like Snoop Dogg. Yes, that is. I was gonna, I was gonna say that. This is J-O-Y, Journey of Yahweh, Joy. Yeah. Think about it, guys. Jesus came to earth by a virgin's birth. Yes, he never gave up his godly work. That is a miracle. If I ever heard of one, that God will love us so much to give his son. He left his home in glory to be born. Yeah, Snoop. Whoa, yeah. And Snoop comes after this. Yeah. Because I had the exact same thought. I was going to bring it up, too. Snoop is a hack. That's right. Wait, wait. <laughs> On Christmas Day. So what's this song actually about, though? Let's take a listen. Joy, yeah, yeah, I got it. Joy, and I just 
week on Seinfeld, Jerry the Game. Uh, listen to me, Miss Lace. So TC is gonna get down to business. And when we're finished, you'll understand better. Christmas is a time to give, not just to get. Uh, who knows better than God uh, himself? God gave his son, the son gave his life to help. Our sinners to be winners, the lamb was slain before the beginning of the world. In the mind of God, the journey of Yahweh is no facade. Cause if Christ didn't come to die, we would be tried. On judgment day by the most high guilty would be the verdict. We go to hell because we We'd burn up, all our skin would fall off, and then Satan would punch us in the dick, and then a bunch of bad stuff would happen to our moms. <laughs> so true. And then there's some like Christmas with a capital C vibes in this song too, which is a recurring theme uh, in in this album. Yeah, slash EP, you could say. Uh, I was gonna say can't smell can't sp- can't smell Christmas or can't spell Christmas. That it's so much like Carman to me, and I was just like, Oof. yeah. I mean, and there's a Carmen song called Satan Bite the Dust. You could call this album Santa Bite the Dust. <laughs> what? It's just an anagram all along. <laughs> Check out the mall. Santa Claus is everywhere, not the son of God. Jingle Bells has lost its ring. Instead of Jesus, material thing. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, getting gifts is all right, but it should never ever take the. Don't get me wrong, spend a lot of money. But it's not actually. <laughs> Which is that Crossway and Just Family Christian the Bookstore. The amount that I like. <laughs> oh my God. I was really like, I love 90. that shout out gifts are all right don't do too much. 90% of the songs on this record too you can go now this is a story all about how <laughs> yeah. Yeah. everyone and truly yes sir yes that moved it drummer boy oh yeah this one especially like we're going straight to the wild wild what Joseph said well the gifts are cool but the This rocks. <laughs> I don't care. This is good. Yo, fellas, y'all ready to do this? Yeah. This is ETW, In like Times Judas? Warriors. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Just like Judas? Kill each other. The drummer boy is cool and relevant. <laughs> Actually about Jesus. Did either of you actually listen to this record no like growing, like up? growing up yeah no no okay Absolutely. no this is a uh, curio a fresh discovery okay. no, this isn't okay. like tony Just this actually means a lot to me oh, so yeah. i'd appreciate it if you were delicate no it's not that it's hey it's that's that's that. like my that's my whole bag finding these weird ones. So I if, if you have a, a if you bizarre have a, variety yeah perhaps can I ask you guys a really dumb question yes. I probably could have looked up ahead of time. There isn't a drummer boy in the Bible, right? Nativity. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking me. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm just asking Kevin. It's just a lot of these songs we're talking about the drummer boy being at Jesus's birth, and it's really making my question my memory <laughs> and what I know. The song is be- uh, the song is believed to have been written by Catherine K. Davis, recorded in 1951. Lyrics are first person. Blah 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 blah. The song is sweet, reverent, and imaginative, but no, the little drummer boy is not in the Bible. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> 
Hashtag not my Bible. That's what I thought the whole time. <laughs> not making one of a revisionist Bible where there is a drummer boy. One of my favorite bits to listen to every year around this time is uh, Matt Besser as Bjork on Comedy Bang Bang deconstructing mm-hmm. <laughs> Little Drummer Boy. Have you heard this? I have. It's been a while. Though. Yeah, it's been a long time, but it's it's definitely worth it. Probably parts of it are offensive, uh, <laughs> but it's good. Um, <laughs> Glory to God by Stephen Wiley. Again, more kind of raging against consumerism in a lot of ways. Specific consumerism. Wait, I, I wanted to play one part. Now, when I think of Christmas, the first thing on my mind... Smurfs? Smurfs. Yeah. I think of Papa. I think of Baby. I think of Scary <laughs> Smurf. I think of uh, Baby Smurf. I think of all of them. <laughs> the new Smurfs. Cannon Bard said so this one's going after specific gifts. and specific. I, I don't mind an anti-consumerist bent to some of the Christmas stuff. I bet there was a time in my life that I got some Smurfs for Christmas. Oh, yeah? I bet Lucky. so. I was never Smurfs. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to brag. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's really nice. I'm sorry. Whereas <laughs> as Christians, we got Snork stuff for mm. Christmas. <laughs> I don't think I got any of that. Definitely the, not a Furby. The underwater version. You, Snorks. You can't spell Christmas without Christ, y'all. That's a song also by ETW. In Times Warriors, which is kind of a sliding door situation with DC Talk because they were a rap trio oh. on the same label and their past just kind of went a different way. Uh, are they still around? ETW? Yeah. No. No. They they have disbanded. They didn't make it to the... No. To the times. He, yeah. <laughs> to the end times. Yeah, the premature times. Well, their dispensation was a little early. Pump it up. I've never thought rap was cute until listening to this <laughs> album. Like every song on here makes me go, oh. It was it was much cuter back then. In general. Yeah. Generally it yeah. was just like we're having some fun and yeah. we're going to the party. Mm-hmm. About the issues. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like I don't know if I'm hearing people talk about like Xmas versus Christmas so much anymore, but I remember it being a big thing for me, like at Christian school and it's something I was really pumped up about. Really? And it's like on which side the dumbest argument or like hill to die on for Christians to be like they're crossing out Christ. It's official. Like they're it's it. Yeah, like that's it's gone. This is where the meaning's going. It was like, oh, we're long. <laughs> the X was like the least of your problems. I feel like if that's your whole thing. So I love a song about it. I think we should go even further. Let's let's not stop at Xmas. Wait, is that Kermit the Frog? <laughs> no, it's like a nerd. 
Oh. Sorry. But I think we should just replace Xmas. Let's just call it X. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's just call Christmas X. Merry no. X. Merry X to you. I'm just going to say Merry Christ. <laughs> Christy Christ to you. This is Reason for the Season. The third and final from DC Talk. Yo! <laughs> oh, yeah. Kevin Ooh. Snacks vamping on the ones and twos. I ain't trying to dog the old man in red. The white beard or the flying sled. <laughs> okay, they hate Santa. Yeah. They hate him. Santa's yeah. a big one. They're like, I've got nothing against the guy personally, but every song, there's an anti Santa. <laughs> Truly, Santa bite the dust. They don't like how much he's in malls. The thought of Santa bringing all the toys without Rudolph, Frosty, and all the gang. Christmas, it wouldn't have been the same, but our minds been misaligned. See, this season was once defined as a birthday for the mighty king. Yo, Hawk, the herald angels sing. Hawk! <laughs> and mercy all the while, yo. On this day, we were reconciled. <laughs> Jack Black pop in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stick a book a day. Pop it up. Is there some reggaeton to this? A little bit. Yeah, I was going to say that earlier. Like a little like Caribbean kind of. Happy Caribbean Christmas. All right. Love it. <laughs> There's this song, Winter Wonderland, by D-Boy Rodriguez. So the last two songs are by D-Boy Rodriguez and MC Gigi. Gigi, their brother and sister. The last two. Cool. Okay, I actually, I love the sound of this song. And I don't care who knows it. The opening of this, this part. Oh, this is great. I would fully put this on my playlist. I think I thought the same thing when I heard this too. I was like, this is kind of fun. I like other singing it like kind of half-assed. It's just fun. It's sloppy. Mm -hmm. These boys are a couple eggnogs in. That being said, D-Boy Rodriguez did sadly pass away before this album came out. Truly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he was shot sad. and killed. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. And this, uh, yeah, so he was shot and killed earlier in the year, and then they released this and another album oh, posthumously. Man. So if you don't like this song, you're disrespecting his memory. Now, I didn't revisit this after thinking this, but that one also possibly ahead of its time. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the... Shaquille O'Neal and Foo Schnickens classic. Excuse What's me. What's up, Doc? Can we rock? No. What's up? Is this on? Oh wait, I got it right here, sir. Is this it? Yes. Okay. It's a little in my head. It was like the same music, but now that I'm hearing, I'm like, okay, it's different enough. So Tony, this is a Shaquille O'Neal album. Yes. Does he rap on this? Yes. On this song? Yes. What's up, Doc? Can we rock? Two, 
Now, Tony, is this Spawn Con cross promo with your podcast, Bizarre Albums? Well, I mean, this album looks. This sounds pretty bizarre to me. It sounds pretty bizarre. I mean, it wasn't intentional, and and again, now that I hear it back to back with, I was like, okay, okay, it doesn't sound as similar as I thought it did. But yes, I I have covered that. Almost as if show. you were yes. so thirsty to bring right. up some bizarre. I mean, album. who wants to <laughs> talk take about any opportunity? But if you liked that, you're gonna love Jen and Dean meet Batman. <laughs> now, anyway. Enough of that weird stuff. Let's listen to this hip-hop version of Mary yeah. Had a Little Lamb. Oh, this is one of my favorites, yes. MC Gigi, or whatever her name is, she was the Cardi B of her time. There weren't the many female MCs in the Christian hip-hop world. So she's a pioneer, and again, if you dislike this, you disrespect her legacy. <laughs> Like a bunch of guys about to sneeze. This might be the best one. It is. Wow. came from near and far to the town of Bethlehem. What? Just to see the son of Christ, huh? Mary's little lamb. That glorious night was only the start of what was yet to come. For soon people everywhere be praising that little one. Amazing. I, I love this. I'm not going to qualify it. I'm going to be like, you know, from an ironic distance on this podcast. I love this song. It's good. If any of you disagree, you can take a hike. Oh, no this one's is disagreeing. We're all good. Yeah, no, this is far and away the leader of the show. No, we're fine, yeah. The world to follow the master's plan. And they also provide us with some karaoke tracks at the end in case we want to do our own little raps to them. That's right. We could have a freestyle contest right now if you want. Oh, uh, Does that sound Usually fun? when I do that, it goes really bad. <laughs> two, three, no, four. No, it always costs too much. Yo. It's just a chance for you to show off how good you are at freestyle. DJ Smell-A-Line on the ones and twos. Bony Tony on the threes and fours. Hell yeah. And at Kevin T. Porter on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> and TikTok. <laughs> Here we go. Here. Hallelujah. Yep. Give me give me a word. Pump it up. Give me a word. That's it. Pump it up. That's three words. That's a phrase. Okay. Here we go. Thinking about pumping it up. Pump it up. Pump it up like jacking off to two girls, one cup. Just kidding, I didn't do that. That's nasty. That's not something I did in the past. See, I don't look at porn. I'm a good boy. That's right. I don't use sex toys. Actually, that makes me sound boring. That's why my partner is always snoring because I can't please her. I can't do it right. I can't get in there. Ooh, tight. Oh, just kidding. I'll cut that out. Oh, please don't uh, at me. <laughs> <laughs> I love a song that ends with Please don't at me And then just an abrupt end <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do, do any you better go? That. No I don't think so <laughs> Do you want to go? No okay. <laughs> <laughs> No I think that stands on its own I think the episode piece. should just be over oh, Alright well, well We gotta go home now <laughs>
Oh, excuse me. Forgive me, listener. I'm sorry. That was, that was graphic and explicit. <laughs> was a, wow, that was cool to watch. To watch a man fall cool. apart in real time <laughs> and uh, absolutely <laughs> tell on himself. <laughs> Unfortunate. Woo. Uh, thank Ooh. God you don't edit this show. You could put that in the theme song. Oh, that would be it. Would be that like sixty times. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's asleep or whatever I said. <laughs> Excuse me. Jesus. Excuse me. <laughs> Again, I'd like to see you do better. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's better than giving zero percent? Giving any percent. I know. I know. I wasn't at a hundred. No, you tried. But at least I tried. You came out of. You came out of nothing. You did that. Thank you. It's good. I just want a little validation. Pump it up. (laughs) I know. I wasn't given (laughs) such a gift to begin with. Anything else we want to talk about before we rate the album? Any song? Any lyric we didn't get Uh, to? It's just like an anti-Santa. Bent. There's a little consistent. Yeah, thread. it's definitely. Um, let's remind everyone that Christ is the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. Recentering yeah. people's attentions and affections. Right, and then just a little bit of holiday cheer. Mm-hmm. And then could you play uh, three forty nine of track one real quick? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, my part. Oh, no. <laughs> three forty nine of track one. Okay, here we go. Yo, where's a little drummer for? <laughs> all right all right let's rate the album slash ep the way it works tony is we give it a thumbs up or the thumbs down in the form of a holy toast or holy roast holy toast we send all these fun hip-hop folk and rapper people all the way to heaven Oops. <laughs> or holy roast we send them downtown where santa and satan are mm. to hell striper I know Striper when I hear you it. You do? Yeah. Wait, do you like Striper? Uh, I had a, I might have had like a slight moment as a child. Of oh. My, I think my sister out? was more into them, but I kind of picked, I was a little bit into it. I had the follow-up album, In God We Trust. Ooh, well, okay, what a missed so opportunity that we didn't do that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even think about him, but the second I heard that song, hey. I knew. All came back. Yeah. Start over. Yellow and black. <laughs> <laughs> or we can put them in purgatory, which is. The space <laughs> Are we in or out on Dave Matthews? Like, do you like his stuff? Mm. No. No. Out on it. No opinion. No opinion. Yeah. I'm not. One like... of his songs was in Ladybird. Does that change things for you? <laughs> no. Ladybird. What if? What if Ladybird was acquired by Disney? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm listening. Yeah, we joking. <laughs> <laughs> they open up like a whole. Is uh, it a live action remake of it or something? Oh, of Ladybird. <laughs> yeah. A live action. This time it's live action. Well, people want to know that Greta Gerwig film was entirely CG. <laughs> Beanie Feldstein, Sir Ronan, Ladybird. They're gonna do a uh, Galaxy's Edge type. Uh, <laughs> just it's just a recreation of Sacramento in Disneyland. That's right. Wow. You, the the you could uh, go to like the school. You could be in the theater program. The priest <laughs> drama teacher is like they didn't get it. That's so you need to on the ride. Okay, I got that. <laughs> we'll start with Caroline for her. Um, takes. I'm gonna give it a toast. I enjoyed this. I thought it was kind of fun. Maybe because it just was so like adorable, and I I could tell they were like really trying to get some jabs in, but it felt like such a little cute 
blunt sword that it was just like oh fun they're kids <laughs> yeah. dc talk was barely a it. trio by the time this came out you just yeah. sound like miss piggy a little bit. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> um so it, yeah it was fun and there were some there's some nice little little songs on there i enjoyed it hey. yo ho ho for me yo ho ho yeah okay we'll give it a yo ho ho or yo no no oh there we go <laughs> okay we turn to tony this kind of stuff is my bread and butter. Hey. <laughs> Yo, ho, ho. Whoa. Specifically for the Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> Mary Had a Little far and away the winner for me. Such a delight. It's pretty irresistible, too. And I love the cadence of this MC where she's like, your big sister trying to impart something kind of <laughs> cool and scary to you. Like, listen to me. I've seen it all. I've seen Kevin Porter's ball or something like that. Uh, or something. Stop, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It gets really crazy. Really fast. I like the idea that that's seeing it all. <laughs> like seeing it all. Not, like not a lot. Seen. Come on. Uh, is that in it? I don't know. Ball size relative to insult. <laughs> that would be a drop. <laughs> Ball size. I will also give it a yo ho ho. Unanimous yo ho ho from the Christian Fun Pod Squad. For good Christmas fun in 2019, That's but right. you can vote for it yourself at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter. So get out there, give it a yo ho ho, yo no no, or yo oh oh on at Christian Fun Pod. Pokemon go to the polls. Ballers. At <laughs> <laughs> me. I always forget. I'm not a cop. R.I.P. Kamala Harris. Bye bye. Campaign. Go back to the station, Kamala. <laughs> Go on the night shift. All right, time to bring it down. We're dimming the lights in here, Tony. We're lighting candles instead. I'm trying try to place what this is. I, I know that I know this. Really? Yeah. It's uh, truly, I don't know if we've ever said this on the show, but the actual track is called stars by lowercase noises does that ring oh, a bell no it doesn't maybe okay. i maybe i'm full of shit Ooh, uh, no. it's generic enough that you could probably <laughs> place it in a couple things should i freestyle over it to yes. maybe <laughs> suck my dick oh, oh my god <laughs> that was your first line kevin just oh deep throated the microphone <laughs> <laughs> acting it out uh Jeez. Tony, on other shows you go on, you might promote yourself or your projects. We're not here to do that. We're here to lift them up uh-huh, uh-huh. to the Lord or to Santa, if that's what you believe it in. Is. <laughs> don't, don't, no more jabs Santa. on Santa tonight, all right? Yeah, yeah I'm, so, I'm sorry. And I wasn't, I do feel bad. We weren't sensitive to your faith in yeah. that respect. Yeah. You were very sweet and sensitive about ours, but we... At least we can do it. Yeah, we were dismissive of yours. Sorry. I mean, was I sweet about yours, though? <laughs> You listened. All right. You listened without saying, "Okay, man, whatever." <laughs> I would take that. <laughs> yeah, I would take that as sweet. All right. Hey, I think anyone that ever listens to me is sweet. <laughs> That's my there you go, opinion. Everyone. It's the bar. And we'll start with Miss Caroline Ewing. I got a few things to lift up this week. Ooh, um, so to the movies. <laughs> No, bitch. <laughs> I was a guest on a couple podcasts that I want to lift up. Ooh. One was most WTF. wonderful. WTF. <laughs> what if? Can you imagine? Would you be so mad? I would 
be, I would be, I would not be mad. I would move past that to a motion of like utter perplexion. And then I did Conan and then I did Rogan. Um, No, I was on Most Wonderful Pot of the Year with a good friend of the show, Ross Kimball. I listened to that episode. I thought you were very funny. Oh, thanks, Kevin. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. I really had a really good time with them. It was very fun. Yeah. Uh, I think I kind of derailed their normal format and I do feel a little bit bad about it, but I think it was a pretty good time. Ah, they don't care. They love you. Okay, good. Uh, And then the second one that we both were on was And So We Meet Again, which is by our friends Lane and Anna. Oh, that's right. We had a great time on that. Yeah, that was really cool. Talked about um, them and where they're at, and it's a nice little show. Give it a listen. Give it a little listen. And then um, I'd like to lift up something that I got from Nate Schieffer or Schieffer. Uh, he messaged me, and uh, Kevin, what book of the Bible are you most like? What book of the Bible am I most like? a joke, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I feel a little too judgy, so maybe judges? Um, no, it's Habakkuk. <laughs> Just you can follow me at Caroline cuck. Sparts on Twitter and Instagram and on TikTok. The hell? Uh, and that's all we have for this week. Lift up Frozen 2. I'm not going to lift up Frozen 2. It wasn't good enough. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh, there is a threshold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back on my list, it's like Jonas Brothers documentary on Amazon Prime. <laughs> That's one, of those, that's one of those weeks where I was utterly silent during your lift-ups and, like, was barely participating. Uh, I do have standards. Woo! Okay. Your taste is good. Thank you. We turn to Tony. I will lift up uh, the aforementioned Tim Minchin song, White Wine in the Sun. Hey, yeah. I know we've been there already, but that's how strongly I feel about it right now. Uh, lately, I've been... Uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Letterkenny. I don't know if anybody's watched Letterkenny oh, on sure, Hulu. Yeah. Uh, I've been I've been enjoying that. Mm. Been watching lots of that. Um, I feel like The Mandalorian needs some love right now. Not a lot of people talking about it. Or Amen. Yeah. I know it, there needs to be more of a groundswell around Mandalorian. Yeah. Maybe like it'll be s- enough to persuade Kevin. Uh, see some Baby Yoda content. Out Baby Yoda, see more of that. Yeah, yeah. a picture like of him sipping his thing. tea or soup or whatever, and in, in the caption, it says "dumb bitch juice." It says, <laughs> <laughs> it says "me getting distracted by silly memes and not realizing that Disney is gobbling <laughs> up the entire industry." <laughs> it's a distraction. <laughs> Baby Yoda is a distraction. <laughs> Disney is your Hydra. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> and then and then your your podcast bizarre albums, which uh, I think truly is terrific. Thank you very it's a much. Great show. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's called Bizarre Albums. Comes out every Tuesday, um, and uh, they're short. They're like 15, 20 minute episodes, and I just do tons of research and go into the story. I, I'm never making fun of them. I just tell the story of uh, these albums that like actors or athletes or fictional characters things like that have put out. So check that out if that sounds fun to you. If you like fun pop culture facts, it's full of those. Really? Um, Did you do Jeremy Renner's album by chance? I have not done that yet. Oh, interesting. It's, yeah, I would like a lot to of sadness yeah. around Renner now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some albums include Bruce Willis, The Return of Bruno. Shaquille O'Neal's album, Shaq Diesel, Joe Pesci's album, Jan and Dean Meet Batman, Leonard Nimoy presents Mr. Spock's music from outer space, and of course, Spider-Man. 
turn off the dark. Yes. Incredible. And Very this bizarre. month I'm doing I'm doing all Christmas records this month too. So hey. oh, excellent. Yes. Um and then uh yeah, I'm on air producer for Alison Rosen is your new best friend, and also Andrea Savage, a grown up woman, hashtag buttholes is the full title. <laughs> uh and uh that's all podcast world for me, and then yeah, my band Motion City Soundtrack going back out on the road after three something years, starting on New Year's Eve. Uh, those shows are selling out, so get tickets if you haven't gotten that. Uh, I also play... When is this coming out? This is coming out next Wednesday, so a week from tomorrow. Okay. Sorry to do that stereotypical thing of when this is coming out. Are we going right uh, now? Is this on? <laughs> Can we swear? Uh, I also play drums for Don't Stop or We'll Die, and uh, there's an EP coming out hey! the, the right when uh, people are hearing this. And then if you live in LA, we're playing at the Satellite on Sunday... December 15th. Oh, wonderful. What a yes. wonderful band. Thank you. Get a perm for your camping trip and go mm-hmm. see them at the satellite. Yes. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I'll lift up something that's an invitation to you, and I think Ooh. it would be fun. Okay. I'm going to lift up my letterboxed. <gasps> you Le- have one? Letterboxed.com slash Kevin T. Porter. I have oh, like okay. I have like three reviews up so far, Fantastic. and they're mostly like journal entries. But I think it would be so fun if you got on there, and, and we could like follow each other and oh, read each other's reviews. That's really nice. I bet yours would be fun and funny. My friends uh, Demi and Celia are very active on there. People are starting to like make friends on there. Wow. Wait. Like, so is it letterbox.com/slash Kevin T Porter? Yes. Okay. Letterbox letterboxed is with no e in it. Slash Kevin T. Porter. All I have up there is a review for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, and then Waves, which I said, they should have called this one a bunch of sad stuff. Loved, Loved it. it. <laughs> <laughs> which I did. So I'll lift that up. It's difficult to regard this as a movie. In Shut the right? F up, lady. <laughs> oh, come on. With Mr. Rogers stuff, that feels it's a little like blast. I shouldn't have said shut the F up. Fans of a book. You can lift us up at Christian <laughs> Fun Pop. I come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nice. I'm sure this is beautiful. Don't be mean. I know it's just so easy to slam dunk on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to just like be Shaq would do. Yeah. <laughs> right here. <laughs> Whatever I'm supposed to say. <laughs> lift us up at Christian oh. Fun Pod everywhere. Patreon.com slash good Christian fun. We just put out two Christmas episodes with special guests Lisa Gilroy and Alyssa Sabo that were the most fun. Almost made me sad that they were behind a paywall. Because that's how good they are, baby. Just five dollars. Just five little that's dollars. Maybe Santa will bring you a little Patreon this month. Oh, speaking of shelling out money, um, we have just a few of all those pins that we just put out. I think there's less than 50 of each of those, so snap them up if These you are want the, them for Christmas. These are the Get the Bathtubs Campy Gerbert pin, Irredeemable Bitch. And Rebuke Me Daddy. Yes, which... <laughs> Come in retrospect, I realized, oh, these are all extensions of Caroline's personality because they're all <laughs> things she said and cares about. I can't help it. Thanks to Jenna <laughs> Luke. You know, I've never said it out loud. Lukey. Luke? Luke? I'm not sure. L U E C K E. She's great. She's she, really great to work with. She designed the pins, and they're so wonderful, and so many people bought them already. It was very touching. Yeah, enjoy. We did not lose money on this one. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> that's that's our bar now. It's like I don't want to lose money. People to have fun and not lose money. <laughs> and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity is the Dream Center. 
in Los Angeles. What do they do, Caroline? The Dream Center serves as a resource center focused on finding solutions to homelessness, hunger, and a lack of education through the residential and community outreach programs. Check them out. They do great work. Lovely. Tony, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for thanks, having Tony. me. Tony. Merry Thank Christmas. You. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And a yo-ho-ho to you. Yo-ho-ho. Yo-ho-ho. And yours indeed. to everyone. And there's nothing left to say except for an all pods people said amen. amen. Let's go out with, uh, we could go out with Mary Had a Little Lamb or we could do a Christmas song of your choosing either way. Oh, pressure. <laughs> Pressing oh, down on me. Oh. Pressing down on you. Under pressure. Mm-hmm. When things are feeling down. Mm-hmm. Slip, People slip on the streets. Did a day. Did a day. People on the streets. It kind of sounds like Seinfeld. People on the streets. Seventeen-year-old girlfriend. Oh, have you ever heard the Queen Christmas song? No. Let sir. me tell you. I love Queen. Uh huh. It is not good. It's oh, called. How? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I know. I didn't know it existed till a few years ago, and then I was like, I was so excited and so let down quickly. Mm. Well, so this is a terrible way to go out, uh, but yeah. My love, uh, did I just give you the worst ending ever? Um, no, not the worst ending ever. <laughs> We've had dozens of those. <laughs> Oh, Freddie. <laughs> it's good to hear from you, man, but you sound a little... <laughs> this isn't you. <laughs> it's like the but, opposite of momentum. Yeah. It goes nowhere, too. It's just this the whole <laughs> just time. This? Well, well, it kind of answers the question, like, what if last Christmas was like a wet fart instead of a song? <laughs> Elephant stomping on it. Oh, I like that part. <laughs> We're so dumb. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week on Christmas. Fine. Goodbye. That was a headgum podcast.